Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another A to Z show. My name is Andrew, America's sweetheart. What's up, buddy? Not much. I am a uh, failed comedian, Zach Melcher. Thank you again for uh, tuning in. Mm-hmm. Excited to be back. I know. Two in a row now. We're, yeah. back, we're back in the groove. We actually stayed on uh, schedule for once. I did almost think about texting and be like, man, I just can't. I, I, I can't do it today. I just don't, I don't feel it. And just yeah. to see like what your reaction would be. That's it. You're fired. Yeah. No, I, I assume I have like five more cancellations in this year before you're just like, you know what? I'm going to find somebody else's podcast. <laughs> you could be a guest star. We'll have mm-hmm. you on whatever you feel like being on yeah, once a month. Whenever you feel like not being a little bitch. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it is beautiful out, though. I, I kind of thought you'd cancel due to weather. Nah, I'm a little too tired to do anything today. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Might as well trudge through an hour-long podcast then. Yeah, that's what I figured. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I'm usually funnier when I'm, like, delirious from sleep, so. Okay. Me and Emma have noticed that, because we'll have days where, like, you know, we stayed out till, like, 4 a.m. the night before when we definitely shouldn't have. Like, we wake up at noon, and we order food to get delivered to the house, and we'll just watch, like, random YouTube videos all day. Mm. And we come up with the dumbest shit ever, but it makes us laugh. So, either I'm funnier when I'm tired, or just my, uh threshold of comedy is lower when yeah. i'm tired it could be both lower inhibitions yeah <laughs> lower inhibitions lowered sense of humor mm-hmm. i could see that so yeah that's the trick if you're gonna listen to this podcast just mm. uh only get like three hours of sleep the night before okay so yeah pause this now yeah and then come back to us whenever you're sleep deprived yeah yeah stay up till 4 a.m wake up at six and then listen to this at work before you get yeah. fired mm-hmm. on your way into work while you're driving <laughs> keep you awake <laughs> keep you awake so you don't crash and die mm-hmm We've the dulcet got... tones of our baritone, you know, yeah. you know, that'll really keep you awake. <laughs> yeah, the dual baritones where you can't even tell who's talking half the time. Yeah. <laughs> I do almost have that problem because I'll, I'll, like, listen to our podcast, like, when you send me the link before mm-hmm. we upload it. Like, I'll listen to it to see if it was good or anything or if there's anything we missed. Yeah. And there are times where even I have trouble kind of differentiating who's talking. <laughs> That's really funny because you said that because uh, whenever I was editing, not the last one, but I think the one before that, I... Uh, hit the wrong button or something on this uh, audacity and it jumped like somewhere in the middle of a track mm. and it was just one of us talking i was like what who is that which one of us is that <laughs> <laughs> it took me like two or three seconds to orient myself and was like oh okay wait that that was Zach. never mind that's fantastic <laughs> i did it again yeah it's this fucking microphone stand just echoes whenever you brush it if, you, if i sneezed on this thing it would make a noise yeah well don't do that then uh, uh, uh. <laughs> don't think of pepper. Don't think of pepper. Don't think of don't pepper. <laughs> does, does that make you sneeze thinking of pepper? I don't know. Is that how that works? Maybe. I don't know. No, because I've been thinking about it and saying it now. I don't have to sneeze. Do you have the thing where uh, if you look into a light, it'll make you sneeze? Uh, the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's like a a genetic thing that only a certain percentage of the population has. Oh, it's really? It's not everybody that oh. looks into a light. Yeah, it's if it's, like, of... really bright and I come from, like, indoors and walk outside and mm-hmm. it's, like, the sun's really bright, yeah, I almost always sneeze. Yeah, I forget what they call it, like, olfactory response or something like that. There's, like, an actual mm-hmm. scientific term for it. And only a certain population of the, uh, certain percentage of the population, God damn it, I can't talk, a certain percentage of the population has it, apparently. It's okay, I'll fix that in post. <laughs> Make me sound dumber. Uh-huh. The percentage of the percentage population the percentage of the film movie uh-huh. <laughs> it's a throwback uh-huh uh i was watching uh spooky youtube videos today before i came here oh yeah mm-hmm. getting in the halloween spirit i'm always in the halloween spirit oh. but yeah it's just like it's such a nice like autumn night out tonight it's the sun's still up but still and uh sometimes you just want to go home and watch incredibly fake uh paranormal videos on youtube paranormal with air quotes on YouTube, because they're like, they're all one of three things. Either they're just like an accident that happened, or they are uh, a hoax to get like a business more, you know, viral marketing. Mm, just more clicks. Or the third one, which I think is the most common one that no one ever brings up in the comments or anything. They're just, they're independent horror films that like, you know, kids in film school are trying to figure out a way to make scary movies. And so this is like a way to start and like figure mm. out like, oh, what scares people? Or, like, what's going to look believable? And shit like that. Like, there was one I watched that was 100% an independent film. It was supposed to be all shot from the security cameras in an office. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen security cameras with this resolution. It was 1080p, like, high-def resolution. 
and then it was like it's a really high end office. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. And then like all the monitors flashed for a little bit because it was like 3 a.m. and the place was empty, and it was definitely like just an after uh, effects like post production put in shot. Mm. And then like a door handle shaking, and you can't see because how could you explain that except for somebody else being in that room because this thing is clearly edited. And the guy who was like hosting the video because all of these videos always have dudes like narrating over what's going on and stuff. And this guy's like, I don't know. This seems really real to me. I, I can't explain like how how you could fake this. And I'm like, Have you never seen a movie? <laughs> do you think all movies are real? Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do when you watched fucking it? Were you just like, Well, I'm never going to Maine. Fuck mm. that. Yeah, scary clowns. There's a demon clown killing children. I'm fuck off, he man. Lives in the sewers. Yeah, th- this guy thought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a documentary. <laughs> fucking asshole. I mean, it was. I saw a pizza rat. <laughs> He's trying to feed those Teenage Turtles. I prefer the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies mm-hmm. as opposed to the Michael Bay, uh, Megan Fox mm-hmm. ones. I didn't even see the second one. I, no, barely, I didn't see either of them. I no. barely watched the first one. I think I watched 45 minutes of it altogether. There is something pretty uh, hilarious at Michael Bay about the first one, though. I think it takes maybe three minutes of on-screen time for Megan Fox to be on a trampoline jumping. That seems actually more than an average. I, would I actually, like, I almost respect his uh, uh, ability to hold back a little bit and wait. Yeah, his restraint. Yeah, to wait the three minutes before he had her jumping up and down for no goddamn reason. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking Michael Bay. He's your favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, his last movie before he dies is going to be amazing. Yeah. It'll be a fucking uh, a masterpiece. It'll be the new Citizen Kane, and we'll all be like, shit. Who saw that coming? It's going to be scary. Cause Me. I saw that coming. Once once you start seeing those good reviews, then you know, they'll come out like a couple months before the movie. and It's going to be like, well, now his, his days are numbered. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll set my watch. It'll be like three months. That's what's <laughs> up. What's what's the over-under on Michael Bay's life right now? I'll give you three and a half months. It's pretty morbid. Yeah, whatever. I'm sure he's fine. He's on a pile of money right now, surrounded by... Russian women that he bought. Yeah. <laughs> so he's he's doing okay. Now that we're doing some uh, random episode callbacks with the Michael Bay reference and everything, I need to uh, apologize to you. For what? I was giving you more uh, rage fuel than necessary <laughs> back in our uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix debate. Oh, really? When I was kind of chiding you and like trying to be like, oh, no, he's a good actor. He's an Academy Award winner. He he did not win an Academy Award for Walk the Line. He was just nominated? He was nominated. He, oh, didn't, okay. he didn't win that year. So, he correction. I apologize to all the fans out there. If you've been using this in your own arguments to <laughs> say that Joaquin Phoenix was a good actor, you can stop. He He's not. He didn't win. Yeah, he's not a good actor. Never won. Even DiCaprio has won, and he sucks at acting. That's not true at all. I love DiCaprio. He has a great actor. How did he not win for The Departed? That's what he should have won for. That or Wolf. A lot of people thought Wolf of Wall Street was Wolf of Wall be Street was bad. Yeah, the fact that that movie should have won every Oscar that year. That movie is fucking fantastic, it's man. It's a fun time. I, I could watch that movie like once a week and not get tired of it. It's just so entertaining, which is basically in the end what you want from a fucking movie. You so. just want to stare at Margot Robbie. God, she is gorgeous though, isn't she? She is. It's a beautiful woman. She's perfect. Did you ever watch the Flash show? No. I like I watched a little bit of the first season and I remember kind of liking it, but I just didn't stick with it long enough. Mm-hmm. And I should have. I think I need to go back and watch some of those CW like DC TV shows. Yeah. A lot of them are on Netflix, I think. Yeah, because I think that's how I watched Arrow, mm-hmm. which I watched like a couple seasons of Arrow, but it didn't. Like, I it, it it didn't stick with me. I don't remember it too well. I remember kind of liking it. I wasn't a huge fan of like parts of the first season mm-hmm. because uh what's that guy's name steven amell right is that, is that, i believe is that so. the guy who plays ollie i mean he's a fucking beautiful little twink i mean he's a total dime piece but there are times where he's a little too broody and i don't like that for green arrow because green mm. arrow is kind of supposed to be a little fun like i mean he's got boxing glove arrows for god's sakes like you can laugh a little bit maybe give us a just a smile hmm? a little bit of something but he doesn't and uh other than that, I kind of remember liking it, and I was a big fan. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Green Arrow comics. Like, there's a lot of really good. Yeah, I guess uh, my only foray into Green Arrow was 
You can let me borrow the Kevin Smith run. That oh, you uh, have. Quiver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a really good one. I like that one. And then he's got an awesome part in uh, Dark Knight Returns where he fucking hits Superman with a kryptonite arrow. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because Superman tore his arm off in, like, the superhero war that is, you know, alluded to in the Dark Knight Returns. That's a fucking great comic, dude. I could read that every day. I love that shit. You probably do. Not every day. Probably, I would say every six months or so, I pick it up and read it again just because it's, like, a fun time. Now let's talk about what really matters. Batman or Captain Marvel. Who wins? Hmm. I did see the new Captain Marvel trailer. Did it? I, I'll be honest with you. I have, like, zero interest in that film. Really? I just... I think it's because the trailer is really kind of... Not to sound shitty, but the trailer sucked. That trailer was not edited well. Like, it really doesn't show you anything fun. So it's like, I watched that trailer, and I'm like, this... I mean, I'm going to watch the movie, obviously, but it's just like, yeah, that trailer didn't sell me on anything. But it's the 90s, Zach. Do you remember the 90s? I love the 90s. I listened to Third Wave Ska and watched Batman the Animated Series. I love the 90s. Kevin Smith's my favorite director. I love the 90s. But that trailer kind of sucked. I'm sure the movie will even be good. But the trailer was fucking atrocious. Like, let's be honest here. It was boring. It was a boring trailer. It could have been better. I'll yeah. give you that much. Yeah. yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not like talking shit on the movie or the actresses or the writers or anything like that. I'm talking shit on whoever edited that trailer and allowed that shit to go through. Now it'll be, it'll, I'm sure it'll be a fun movie. It'll be a great little fun uh, Marvel romp, which is what we come to expect from Marvel. Mm-hmm. But the trailer kind of sucks. I think part of it too is the world wants that Avengers sequel. We yeah. want, we want to know what happens. Quit giving us bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't. Oh, look over here, Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. look over here, Captain Marvel. No, no, no. Yeah. What happened? That's enough bread. Bring me the main course, please. Yes. Meat. <laughs> I need it. You know what other, you know what movie is going to suck and had a terrible trailer, though? And it kind of hurts me to say this. Venom. Oh, yeah. And it's PG-13. Yeah. There's not a lot going for that movie. Mm, not anymore. Like, I was excited because I like Venom as a character. He's a mm-hmm. great villain. Yeah. A lot of fun. Tom Hardy in it, who was my man crush. I adore Tom Hardy. I'll watch any movie that he's in. And you'll still watch this. Oh, I'm still going to watch it. But it just looks atrocious. (laughs) It's like, it's terrible. Yeah. And it looks like... Like, it looks more cartoony than the Spider-Man 3 Venom that we got. Yeah. 100%. Like, Topher Grace is edgier than the fucking... (laughs) Than this movie. Topher Grace in that 70s show is edgier than Tom Hardy's Venom in the trailers that we've watched so far. And it just looks like... Watching the trailer, it looks like the budget of that film got cut really hard. Because mm. they don't show a lot of Venom, for one. And then anytime Venom is shown, it's very dark. Which mm. is always a like a red flag of, there's going to be some really shitty CGI. So they made the scenes dark, so you can't tell how shitty this is. It's the same thing that happened with uh, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, That was why, like, all the times that, uh, fucking, what are they, uh, Doomsday, I guess is what they were trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. With the Doomsday. Like, that's the reason, like, every scene he's in, all you can see is, like, one yellow street lamp 40 blocks away. Yeah. Because the CGI was fucking, it looked like it came off the Xbox 360. It was a terrible fucking CGI. They're oh, like, yeah. well, let's, let's fucking, you know, if we hide, uh, if we hide the scene in darkness, no one will know how shitty the fucking CGI is in this movie. Yeah. And the other thing for Venom that really worries me is they're not showing you the antagonist. You know? Venom is a perfect one to go with too because you can go hero or villain he can fight both sides oh yeah no that's the best part about he it. always does in the comics mm-hmm. but they're not showing you anything of like there's been no mention of carnage no there's also there's been no mention Spider-Man. of spider-man like it's not let's see spider-man's not connected and yeah. how are you going to do a venom show without spider-man not like, well that's how you're going to do it <laughs> that's literally where venom comes from yeah. is because he comes from the black suit and that's yeah. why he has spider-man like powers is because the symbiote absorbed, absorbed part of that from peter parker yeah so how the fuck are you going to explain that shit in this movie that's not connected to the marvel universe because marvel's like nah this you this, go ahead this, do your thing so yeah, yeah you guys go ahead and make that movie if it sells something maybe we'll throw you a post-credit scene where tom holland comes in and next charming hmm. maybe maybe <laughs> that's another thing that'll be weird if they connect it to the marvel universe because you've got spider-man who's you know 15 mm-hmm. right now yeah and you got eddie brock who's like 32 at least and yeah. they have always been like 
similar ages at least like not exact same age but they were always like kind of close to the same age yeah so, nothing further than like what we are you know? yeah exactly but like it's just i don't know how you're gonna do that it's not gonna make it's gonna make zero sense do you remember the uh spider-man movie that mtv made or not movie uh it was a tv show hmm. i want to say it was something like ultimate spider-man or something like that and it was like really like not weird but it was like kind of like different animation style oh it's animated okay yeah yeah it, it was animated and it was like almost like computer generated animation hmm. but it was really cool because like i think i don't think they were in high school i think they were in college and peter parker and eddie brock were friends in high school no that's not it hmm no that's not what i'm thinking of though not spider-man unlimited yeah yeah, show me all the maybe Ultimate Spider. It might have been Ultimate Spider. Yeah, I think that's it. Might have been the Ultimate Spider Man. Maybe. Okay. Oh, that's okay. This was on Disney, according to. That. Oh, okay, maybe it was Disney. Then I don't know. That one was pretty good. It followed the uh, right about the time where all the comics became somewhat edgier because it was the '90s. So it was like kind of like how the WWE had the Attitude Age. It was what happened in the comic books <laughs> okay. where everything yeah. had the attitude. So like they kind of did that where he's got like almost a cape now and shit, and he's got a dope ass suit. Yeah, that's right. fun. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. I, I don't remember it. But it was like, it was fun. I want to say it was MTV. I could be wrong on that. They did a really good thing where, like, basically the whole main villain was always Venom. Like, that's who he was almost always fighting. And it was cool because uh, in the height, like, at high school where they were at, mm-hmm. Peter and Brock were, like, friends. They were, like, buddies. And, like, oh, really? Like, yeah, they, like, grew up, like, across the street from each other and stuff like that. So they're, like, friends and shit. And then Spider-Man, like, all Venom wants to do is kill Spider-Man. So like, it made... That, that that's a good way to write a story obviously is to have two hidden uh people who are against each other but are also friends and they don't know it and stuff like that always makes for good drama but it oh, was yeah. it was really well written it was it was a fun show hmm. it sounds interesting it's a different take on it yeah what was the other spider-man cartoon that was good there was that one that was on like uh fox is the yeah, big one yeah it was on mid fox. 90s yeah was that like ultimate spider-man or uh, i think that was just spider-man was, was yeah. it just spider-man that mm-hmm. one was really good actually yeah. i enjoyed that one a lot yeah, they got that on hulu i watched through it again like maybe six months ago is yeah. it still on hulu because mm-hmm. i might go home and watch it I'll i be, believe I'll so be yeah dead honest with you yeah <laughs> that shit was awesome <laughs> oh yeah although my favorite spider-man is uh spider-man 2099 though i prefer that over oh, regular really? spider-man yeah miguel o'hara He's got, like, dope-ass, like, nanotech spider suit that just comes over him whenever he wants, and he has, like, claws, and he can glide because he's got gliders on his wings and shit. <laughs> he was fucking awesome, man. He was the dopest. I'm excited. Can, can we end this podcast? I'm going to go home and watch uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. <laughs> we'll come back in three days after I finish the series. All right, that's what we'll talk about next week, by okay. the way. We'll talk about me watching Spider-Man. Cause exactly I'm very, living his childhood. I'm yeah. very. Oh, that's exactly what it's going to be. I'm mm-hmm. going to be so excited for that. I'm not even kidding you. Nice. All right. I remember they, they did a really good black suit Spider-Man episode. Oh, yeah. That has one of my favorite jokes ever, where he's like, oh, I can't just wear my normal Peter Parker outfit, because he just wore, like, a nerdy polo and shit. He's like, how about the lead singer from Aerosmith? And he just has, like, Aerosmith clothes on. And then when he does it, there's a guitar riff, like, in the show. Oh, it's the funniest fucking thing. Yeah. Ah, what a great show. I like how they tied the symbiote into uh, J. Jonah Jameson also, by having his son bring mm. it back from outer space. Yeah, that's right. Instead yeah. of a Secret Wars thing, you know, like the comics yeah. did. Which was like, uh, the Secret Wars thing was cool too, but yeah, no, that, that was fun to have. <laughs> yeah, it like, would have been hard to do though in a show <laughs> where it's just Spider-Man. They didn't have a license yeah, for anything. No, yeah, no, they didn't have licenses for anybody else. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that was cool, because his son was like an astronaut or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then like yeah. he like pulls him out of the river, and he's like, oh, what's all this black shit? I'm like, I guess that's what yeah. I get for swimming in the Hudson River or something yeah. like that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he's a uh, black suit Spider-Man, Yep, which everybody loves. So, Who do you like better, Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane? I'm a Mary Jane guy. Same. She's a redhead. I'm always going to be a Mary Jane guy. <laughs> She's more playful, too. Gwen Stacy seemed like really serious, kind of uptight. Yeah, in she my was opinion. a little, a little Mary Jane's, you know, she's got the fun yeah, loving. she's a fun party girl. Yeah. Calls him Tiger. Tiger, yeah. yeah she's mm-hmm. definitely fucking Any funny. girl that gives you a nickname and kind of smiles at you yeah. that way, yeah, that's, a, that's well, like, love. And she also, she, was, uh, she wasn't full of herself, but she was confident, which is always sexy. Like, mm-hmm. That's the first thing that she says to him. She's like, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot. Like, that's their first date. And you're like, yeah, he kind of did, because mm-hmm. he's a fucking little nerd. Yeah. So, awesome. Although, Black Cat's not bad either. Oh, Felicia Hardy. Yeah, yeah I think I'd have to put her up there, too. Basically, the Catwoman ripoff. But hey, if you're gonna rip off, oh, essentially, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what she is. A cat- <laughs> ripoff. <laughs> I also like that they were like, uh, 
What's a cat sounding name? Feline Felicia. We're gonna call her Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, good job, Stanley. Mm-hmm. He's the most over the head comic writer ever. Right. Not a comic writer. Let's be honest here. Love Stanley. He's a great man. Yeah. He also. I mean, thankfully, we should, he doesn't have names with the same letters for both our first and last names. So he broke that trend. Yeah, for once. I mean, he, let's see, he broke the trend for Captain America, though, too. That was Steve Rogers. That's true. And then that was also Ditka, who, or Ditka, who fucking wrote that. <laughs> Ditka? So, yeah, Ditka. Yeah, Mike What you're going to do is you're going to sack him. <laughs> Mike Ditka and the 85 Bears wrote Captain America, just so you guys all know. <laughs> What's more American than the Bears? Yeah, this is the Bears and Captain America. We're going to punch the Red Skull in the face, have a sausage. Oh, man. Ruben's got to change his pants now if he's listening to this. Oh, I know. He's so excited. <laughs> I'm going to be so angry if the Bears ever win the Super Bowl. I might kill Ruben. Again, you mean? Yeah, but you know what I mean. Because mm-hmm. it hasn't happened since fucking 85. Right. whoop de doo I wasn't even born yet. It was seven years before I was born. It was like six years before Ruben was born. He's not that much older than me. Oh, he's not? I don't think so. Oh, okay. He might be. I'm going to feel shitty if he is. He's like, yeah. dude, I'm like five years old. He's like, <laughs> I was at that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that game. I was on the sidelines. I was the water boy on that game. <laughs> hey, have, have you noticed that I've been able to bring up Knights of the Republic on every episode that we've had so far, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, I'm proud of myself for that. You know what's funny? I wasn't even intentionally doing it. I just happened to talk about that game all the time. <laughs> it's like 20 years old. It's not that old, but still, it's, it's fairly fucking pretty old. pretty close to It's that. like 16, probably, at least. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's early 2000s for sure. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Well, it was the original Xbox the first one came out on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that, that already has got to be at least 15 years. Yeah. So, it's a good game, though. Just try it out. I have it on my phone. I haven't mentioned that enough. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> All right. Well, it's time to rein you in. Let's go to topics. <laughs> it's been almost half an hour. I've just been mm-hmm. talking about <laughs> Uh, okay, let's do this. Here we go. So, you brought up something. Seems like whenever we talk about something on the podcast, the news of that thing keeps, like, snowballing. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple instances of that today, even. Oh, boy. Our first one here, we were mentioning Jordan Peele, I think just last week, yeah. with the Candyman reboot. Yeah. Well, news also came out this week. Jordan Peele has officially taken up the mantle of host and narrator for the upcoming Twilight Zone reboot. Fuck Yeah. We are a show with our finger on the pulse. So I just want to point that out. Oh, absolutely. But this is exciting. Oh, he's Twilight also Zone's a fucking classic. You gotta oh, yeah. love it. You gotta love it. I mean, fucking William Shatner, there's something on the wing. Mm-hmm. Nothing better. Oh, yeah. Uh, so is he, like, directing or anything, too? Or is he just... Uh, I don't know if he's directing anything in particular. Oh, it says here yeah. he's the executive producer, so... Okay. He's gonna have a little bit of something there. Yeah. And he's going to do the Rod Serling part, introducing each episode. Right, which is always the best part. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you will. Wow, so they're going to do a uh, Twilight Zone reboot, huh? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Is it, like, say what it's going to be on at all? Uh, I think it's a new uh, CBS streaming channel. Yeah, CBS All Access. Hmm. That's kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. I was hoping it would be, like, Netflix or something, where, like, they wouldn't have to be PG-13 or something like that. Well, on the Access, they do... Oh, they can do, like, an unrated thing. What's that show with the lawyer that had Juliana Margulies? Uh, the Good Wife. They I did a spinoff of that called The Good Fight or the something bad like that. One, the Bad Husband. <laughs> <laughs> but on that, they, they dropped the F-bomb and like there's like some pretty racy, like not actually like sex scenes, but like further than you would get on network television for sure. Any like racial slurs? You leave Rachel out of this. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, that'll be fun. That's another fucking streaming service I have to fucking sign up for now. Yeah. God damn it, that's starting to get irritating. That is fun, though, man. Twilight Zone reboot? Like, mm-hmm. that'd be a good time. Yeah. I mean, we've already had a uh, Twilight Zone reboot. It was called Black Mirror, and it was on Netflix. But still, it's it's fun to see the Twilight Zone name back out there. Yeah. They better use the same fucking theme song, though. Oh, yeah, they got I can tell you that to. much, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, if they don't use the original theme song... I'll cancel my my subscription. And I'll put in the thing while I'm canceling, like, you didn't use the original theme song. So you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so they know exactly why they're not getting your money anymore. Oh my god, there's a article right here that's talking about uh, Venom. It's Marvel's strongest symbiotes. And Venom <laughs> isn't number one. Whoa. Mm. Oh, fuck. Red Dead Redemption 2 will require a 105 gigabyte install. 
That's you better a, clear some hard drive. Yeah, I was son. just gonna. Say, I don't even know what my fuck. My hard drive is on like five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to do the uh, the terabyte upgrade for the PlayStation. I think yeah. I've been thinking about doing it anyway. You can get like a two terabyte hard drive for PlayStation Four, mm. and uh, you have to do it yourself. But PlayStation admitted that they fucked up by not letting you um, have like an expandable yeah. uh, hard drive save, like Xbox does. Yeah. So. Uh, if you do, like, they put on their website, they have a step-by-step instruction on how to do the uh, swap-out for the hard drive, and it also doesn't void the warranty at all oh, if you do nice. that. So, like, they're like, yeah, we kind of fucked up. Sorry about that. Here's how to fix it. So, yeah, I'm going to just buy, like, a fucking two-terabyte hard drive, and I'll just download fucking everything. Nothing will stop me. Remember when a terabyte felt like an insane amount of data? Oh, yeah. And it now it's wild. And now it's like, I mean, it's a lot, but it's not, like, yeah. mind-blowingly. Yeah, whenever I had my media class, whenever I was at SIUE, we had to uh, tape a segment and then, like, edit it. Mm. We had to make sure we taped it out of order and then bring it in to show the teacher that we had taped it out of order. And then we learned how to edit it into, like, a flowing news piece, basically. Okay. And the guy that did the backups for the the class, because everybody loaded their stuff onto the server in order to access it, he was like, yeah, this baby... We'll never have to expand it again. It's got a three terabyte backup hard drive. We're like, oh wow, that was like huge, you know? Yeah, it was no, insane. Yeah, it's and now it's like, yeah, I had that in my thumb drive in yeah, my pocket. Exactly. <laughs> now, now they're just on the cloud. Yeah. Endless storage. Mm-hmm. Never be done. I'm actually really excited for this Twilight Zone thing, though. Yeah. And speaking of things that we've discussed that seem to come back into the limelight, <laughs> two. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a Child's Play reboot. Holy shit. We were just talking about old Chucky <laughs> last week. Well, yeah, you told me there's a Netflix one, apparently, mm-hmm. which I had no idea. I still yeah. haven't watched that. I need oh, to check yeah. That out. We'll update on that, too. I think it's leaving next month. Okay, well, we'll have to try to watch it together here yeah. soon. I would say I'll watch it when I get home tonight, but I'm going to watch Spider-Man. Yeah. So. Priorities. Yeah. Things that are more important to me. MGM reboot. Thankfully, the Child's Play reboot is happening. I don't know if that's the word I would use. I think surprisingly is a more fitting term for that title. Surprisingly, yeah. the child's probably reboot is happening. What are the fucking odds? Producer David Kirshner. That sounds familiar. I feel like he's done some shit. Oh, he did the child's play. He was the producer of it. That was probably why he's familiar. He also did the Flintstones. American Tale. Oh, fuck yeah. I love American Pocus Tale. Pocus Pocus. Pocus Pocus. This guy's done a... No wonder I do this guy's page name. Page Master. The Page Master? Did another... So he does childhood animated films and Chucky. Yeah, and Titan A.E. You see that right there? Titan mm-hmm. A.E. Remember that movie? Secondhand mm-hmm. Lions. That was a Slightly. fun movie. You ever watch that one? No, I haven't seen that. With uh, It's like Michael Caine and Robert Duvall. Mm-hmm. They're like, there's these two old dudes who like fought in World War One, And like his, like, their like, grandkid or great-grandkid or something like that gets dropped off at their house. And then that kid goes through like all these like crazy... Uh, adventures with the grandpas like they buy a plane at one point they buy a lion oh, i was gonna like say a, i don't know how lions play it's actually like it's it's kind of a fun little uh like feel-good family movie okay it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it yet i don't know where you would find it because i doubt anyone remembers the movie yeah. but it's worth a watch for sure when you first mentioned it i was going to say that the only lion movie i acknowledge is ghost in the darkness so fair it's a good one yeah it's a good sniper movie too yeah yeah, this yeah, guy's this done it. The, the Cult of Chucky is the one that's on that's Netflix. That's the one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's the seventh. We've got seven Chucky movies. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did we let seven Chucky movies happen? Uh, crazy journey. This guy's, been on a, this guy's done a lot of good shit. Yeah. He did American Tale. It's one of my favorite movies. Well, Five Goes West. That's my favorite American Tale movie. Really? Yeah. I actually saw Fievel Goes West first before I saw American Tale. That might have something to do with it. Probably, but still, it's a pretty good one. Okay. Wyatt Burp and the Lazy Eye was the fucking best. Right, or late, Crazy Eye? Lazy Eye. I, I think it's the Lazy Eye. And the guy's like... Remember that movie? Not enough as you do, then, apparently. Uh, all right, let's go back to what we're talking about here. Okay. Child's Play reboot. It's very possible you haven't heard. Yeah, no shit. Uh, considering that Chucky isn't on very many people's daily radar, and it's been delayed years, that MGM is planning to reboot the Chucky franchise without creator Dan Mancini and producer Gabe, producer David Kirshner. Without? But he made American... T- you can go fuck yourself, MGM. 
Zach's already out. <laughs> You've already lost me. The reboot seems to be underway as the franchise's new director, Lars Klevberg, took to the socials. That is not a phrase that people are using, is it? I don't think so. Okay, because if it is, I don't like it. To say that the film has entered week one. <laughs> also not a phrase. <laughs> I just It's not entering production or writing. Mm. We're in week one of this movie. <laughs> Okay, Strap thanks. in, folks. Week one. It's not really clear what that means, since no one's ever heard that term before in their life. <laughs> since if it were a production, we would have heard some casting already. But it seems like the film is getting made. The screenplay by Kung Fu by Kung Fury Two writer Tyler Burton Smith completed is definitely completed at least. Kung Fury. Remember the first one? I never watched the second one. I've had a long and sordid hash with the Child's Play franchise that is usually based around me thinking the idea of Chucky is awesome for crazy campy horror and then re-watching the films and discover the actual ac- execution of the movies don't pay off like a shit. No, the movies are fucking... The first one was kind of okay, but... Yeah. Just... <sighs> it's so bad. It's not always the case, but his latest adventure was definitely not that promising at all. Mancini and Kirshner don't seem to have much of an idea on how to consistently make Chucky enjoyable. Just stop making them is what you should do. So I'm going against the general internet opinion here and saying that, that this reboot is a good thing. We need some new eyes on Chucky. We need to be done with Chucky. We need to make up new shit. Enough reboots. Let's get new horror movies. The remake, which reportedly sees Chucky as a technologically advanced doll... Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Gone awry. Won't even rob us of another Mancini Chucky film anyway. Due to the wide variety of people who evidently own rights to the character... <laughs> He is plugging away at the sequel that Cult of Chucky set up. Really? The seventh movie set up a sequel? The one that's on Netflix? Yeah. Spoiler alert, sorry. Wow. <laughs> and working on a TV series to boot. You know what? Let me save you some time, mm-hmm. Mancini. No one's going to pick it up. In the end, we're getting more people trying to make Chucky work in more ways. Why is that a bad thing? Well, let me tell you why it's a bad thing. The <laughs> Chucky movies are uh, terrible. Yeah. And that's why it's a bad thing. I mean, this is the one that I was actually reading the other day. I clicked on the wrong one. That, that, that was from August, the one that we just read. Okay. And this, this is one. the one from just September. a few days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Da, 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 da. So production actually started this week. What? Here's, here's a look at the new Chucky. Huh. I'm more uh, crazy that I see cast-wise it's got Aubrey Plaza as mm-hmm. Karen. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's mm-hmm. a fantastic actress. What is she doing in this movie? She's playing the mom. The plot is said to ditch the whole trap serial killer thing and go in a different direction. Yeah, good idea. It involves a mom giving her son the really wrong doll. Most likely there will be some stabbing with a knife. Oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Uh, <laughs> fucking comedy you put in your article. Hmm. Okay, well, the new Chucky doll is definitely creepier yeah. than the old Chucky doll. His skin looks like synthetic. It makes me uncomfortable a little bit. That deep blue eye. Yeah, I just the the Chucky movies never they just never did it for me, man. There's just there's something not scary about a two foot doll, right? Like you know, just kick you through the window, fucking roll credits, let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, all power to you. I love more horror movies than less horror movies. I will always take more horror movies over less horror movies, but I don't know, man. I'd just rather us write some new horror films instead of trying to reboot all the shit that I grew up on. Like, let's... All right. Well, you want new. You're going to get it. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of a film called Karis Hell? I haven't, but I'm excited already. Okay. It's it's right up your alley. This is a Zack movie. I like the title is Karis Hell is everything that's right with movies, by yeah. the way. <laughs> this guy gets it. Yep. Go ahead here. Read away. Okay. Let me start here. How can a sentient carousel unicorn kill a group of unsuspecting youths? Oh, let me count the ways. By cleaver, by horn, by hoof, by car, by axe, by arrow, by pizza cutter, <laughs> and by laser vision, of course. Yes. I am 1,000% into this film. Do they need backers? Do they need more money? Because I can throw them some money. Yeah, you're going to have to to rent it. I mean, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, no, I'll take a second mortgage out of my house so they can make the special effects even better. I don't care. It seems no method is too over-the-top or ludicrous for this carnival-killing machine, and I couldn't be happier to see it. I agree with you 100%, pal. Yeah. Harkening yeah. shots from classics like The Shining and Halloween 
Karis Hell is indeed poised to grab the golden ring and win first prize for being the clearly best idea anyone's ever had for a film. I 1,000% agree with this dude. This guy gets it so well. I just love this so much. The little fedora-wearing punk who rubbed his butters in the unicorn's eye deserves everything he, his sister, and any loser willing to associate with them gets. Anyone who can sympathize with them over this super-powered fair ride from hell is a monster. Fuck Avengers. This is the filmmaking this is all about. <laughs> Due to release sometime in 2019. All right. Yeah. Well, they're smart. It comes out Halloween 2019, so it yeah. should be about a year away from it. Everyone take a minute. We're going to watch the trailer. How in are you on this movie? Okay, we're back. We just finished watching the trailer for Karis Hell. Do yourselves all a favor. Go to YouTube. Watch the trailer right now. It is C-A-R-O-U-S-H-E-L-L. Watch that trailer. And I'll be honest with you, if that doesn't look like fun to you, you don't know what fun is. You're wrong, buddy. That looks fucking amazing. I know. I'm going to watch that movie a hundred fucking times. I know. That's one, like, usually like, oh, yeah, we'll sit around and drink and have some fun. I don't even have to drink. This is going to be fun and sober. No, I can watch that 100% sober. If it gets any kind of a theater run, we will definitely be there. Oh, hell yeah. 100%. That looks so fantastic. I'm so excited for that, man. That looks awesome. That popped up on my newsfeed, and I was like, this is a Zach movie. Uh, I have to tell him about this. So beautiful. I really so wanted to text you as soon as I saw it. This was like Monday, and I was like, You're no, like, I'll, no, I'll save it for the podcast. Save it for the cast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That's going to be – that. that's movie of the year right there. Yeah. Fucking Infinity War 2 can go suck a dick. I'll watch Karis Hell over Infinity War 2. I know what's going to happen in Infinity War 2. I've read comics. I know how it works. They're yeah. going to come back somehow, right. whatever. Fucking, how many stories you read about unicorns killing people off of a carousel? I haven't yet. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I am so excited for that. It's not even funny. I've never been this excited for a movie in, like, five years. <laughs> not even hard powder? Not even hard powder. No, but this definitely beats hard hard powder. I agree. I just wanted to see your reaction. Unless they can come out together, then I can go see a double feature of Ooh. hard powder and carousel. It's possible. Yeah, any theater owners in the St. Louis area, if you're listening, do that. You will at least sell two tickets, I can guarantee that. Well, we can get other people besides us, too, I'm sure. Yeah, but we're going to be buying them still, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. You'll at least sell four tickets, let's put it that way. Oh, my God, man, care as hell. I can't wait. I'll be honest with you. If that movie, if we can somehow get it onto the IMDb Top 100 from, like, all of our fans' reviews and all of our reviews, if we can get it into the Top 100, I will get a care as hell tattoo. I gotta reach out to the director now and let him know. Do it, because I'm 100% serious. I'm not even talking shit right now. I will, if we can get it into the top 100 IMDb, I will get a fucking tattoo of that movie. Oh, I'm so excited. Well, let's keep the good train going here. This is Happy Zach, and we're gonna go. Fuck yeah, man. John Hamm has been on the press tour for uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Nice. Coming out here in a couple weeks. Looks, looks like a good flick. It does, yeah. I saw the trailer the other day. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty uh, interesting. Excited for it. Yeah, could be a fun time. But on the press circuit, he was asked about the rumors that he may be replacing your boy Ben Affleck as please, Batman. Please let that happen. That is one guy I would totally accept the re- replacement of. Yeah? He's from St. Louis, man. Like, how am I not going to love the fact that a dude from St. Louis is playing Batman? And mm-hmm. not only that, a dude who is a fucking great actor, super handsome, and has a huge cock. Yeah. That's the triumvirate. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's got. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they were asking him as he was on the red carpet about the rumors and uh, asked him basically kind of see what kind of a Batman fan he was. Mm-hmm. They wanted to see what his favorite Batman stories are. So here's the article from IGN. With Mad Men actor John Hamm expressing his interest in playing Batman and growing support for the actor to wear the cowl appearing online, IGN asked the self-described comic book fan what Batman stories he enjoys most to get a bit of insight into his Batman fandom. Quote, I like the Dark Knight stories, the Frank Miller limited series that they had back in the day. I like the Flashpoint timeline. It was a Flash kind of derivative of Batman where he changes the history and Bruce Wayne dies and his father becomes Batman. It's very different, right? Kind of cool. So, already kind of proven his fandom. Yeah, not many people shit. know that detail. Yeah, that was yeah. some, like, there were some deep cuts in that a little mm-hmm. bit, man. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. He goes on to say, I like a lot of the stories. I think they're great. I love the whole universe. I think it's a fascinating character and they're really fun. There's a reason that that story has kept people's imaginations going for so long. And act if that included keeping his own imagination going. Ham confirmed that it did. Oh, and mine, he responded. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. 
And then Ham also took the opportunity to joke about the real identity of the next Cape Crusader, indicating that it was his El Royale co-star, Kaylee Spaney. <laughs> Ham has previously said that he's heard rumors connecting himself to the character since around 2007, but while no one has ever asked or approached him about it, he says, quote, if they wanted to tap me on the shoulder and ask me to do it, why not? Oh my god. With Suicide Squad 2 rumored to be Ben Affleck's final turn as the Dark Knight, Warner Brothers could be looking for a replacement sooner rather than later. What do you think, man? Yen? Oh, like 100%. Like, I was a big fan of Bat Ham before the Affleck thing came out. Like, I was like, fuck yeah, because he, he's got that strong jaw and, like, the, the, the dark, uh, like, stubble that he mm. can grow and shit well, like he that. He could like, definitely pull off Bruce Wayne. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no. And then, like, he's, that would be fucking awesome, man. And then, like, like I said, he's from St. Louis, which makes me like him even more. Yeah, and big then, blues fan. With the way that he's talking about the comics, like, that's a real fan there. Like, not just that he picked, like, you know, Flashpoint and the uh, Dark Knight. Like, that's an easy one to pick. But the fact that he's like, yeah, the Frank Miller Limited series, that was a good one. That really got a lot of people. Like, the Flashpoint one, which is, like, actually from The Flash, but it's this different kind of part of history. And, like, that was a fun mm-hmm. one. I'm like, yeah, no, that's a guy who's legitimately read these comics. He's yeah. not just, like, going on the internet and like, what are good Batman stories you talk about? Like, that guy's for sure a fan. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I want most from the guy who plays Batman. I want him to be a fan of Batman. I want him to have, like... Actual knowledge of the character. Or just at least some kind of a feeling for the character. Like, you know, I want you to be somewhat connected to it and care. This is a character that's super important to me. And, like, I would at least like it if you somewhat liked the character or knew it a little bit as opposed to just saying, you know, "Eh, it's a good paycheck and I don't care what you think. Mm -hmm. Like... I think it's a great thing. Nothing would make me happier than John Hamm playing Batman. One thing would make me happier than John Hamm playing Batman. Oh, yeah. John Hamm uh, cameoing in Kara's Hell as Batman. That's one thing that would make me happier. Okay. But other than that, nothing would make me happier. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've only got one other news story for you. Uh, Hit it. Saw this online today. Have you seen the... Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot that they've unveiled this week. Gritty? Gritty. Yeah. I saw him. What are your thoughts on Gritty? Uh, I'm confused, mostly. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what he's supposed to be. Right. He looks a little bit like a Muppet who has been living on the streets of Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. as opposed to getting getting sent to his uh, aunt and uncle in Sesame Street. Uh, That was a great joke, by the way. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Um... (laughs) Also, I'm. I'll little, add the studio candle after in. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm a little confused as to why the Philadelphia F- Flyers mascot isn't a battery, because isn't that what they throw at everybody? So I don't know what a uh, crazy crack addict homeless man has to do with Phil. Yeah. Oh, I just answered my own question. There you go. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, anytime hockey's in the news, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's different though. Like the I main get, thing that I see from mascots. Um, maybe it's just a St. Louis thing with them being so cute and everything. It's yeah. posing with kids and like taking pictures and yeah, they go to like children's hospitals. Things. Exactly, and yeah. And like you know charities mm-hmm. and stuff so like you, that. I'm you not... got you know Louie the the big blue bear and then blue Fred Louis. Bird of course. Fred Bird's always fun. Mm-hmm. But then yeah, this thing is gonna terrify children. I'm just I'm not sure what we're going for here. Yeah, like is this a mascot for? You know, like adults to think is cool. Maybe. But then why would you want that? It feels like one of two things to me. Mm-hmm. Either it's they just completely missed the mark and had no idea what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Or they intentionally are trying to be like wacky and like viral marketing style, which mm-hmm. also kind of irritates me. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, this will totally get memed. Let's mm-hmm. do that. And I'm like, no, you don't. You can't force the memes. Yeah. The memes have to be natural. Well, I'm sorry to even bring it up then because now we're just giving it more exposure. We've become oh, everything fine. you There's hate. Only like thirty people listen to this anyway. <laughs> That's true. Okay. But yeah, uh, fun fact. While I was seeing that, uh, might come up on a trivia question for myself someday, so I made sure to take note of it. There are still two teams in the NHL that do not have mascots. Really? Yeah. Would you care to guess for either one of them? Hmm. I'm gonna say the Islanders. Mm, close. Other New York team. Oh. The Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. That's right. So the Rangers and um, the Canadians? 
No, apparently they have one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it just like a dude in a flannel shirt holding like a fucking uh, beer? I would imagine so. <laughs> Some of the bat blue or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Who's the other one that doesn't have one? The Red Wings. Oh, that's right. The Red Wings don't have one because mm-hmm. they can't afford it because they're in Detroit. <laughs> huh. So the Red Wings and the Rangers. Yep. We'll start with ours. That'll be yeah. easy to remember. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of that, though. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And I guess really St. Louis didn't have one until recently. Louie hasn't been around that long. No, Louie's been, what, like 20 years or so? Yeah, probably less than that. Maybe, I think, maybe even less than that. I think when I first started going to games, there wasn't a mascot. Yeah. I mean, like, really, the Blues haven't even been around that long. What, 67 was their uh Yeah. Their yeah, first we just year. had our 50th anniversary. I give it three weeks before Gritty is beaten by the fans at, mm-hmm. at the Philly game. And then I give it four weeks until he fights another mascot in a different game. So That's probably even too long. Oh, that being said, uh, I tweeted out earlier today that we were going to be uh, re- recording again, asked anybody if they had any uh, topics. Oh, yeah? Emma hit us with one. Oh. Wants to know, uh, favorite serial killer? Probably me when I was five. <laughs> no, Lucky Charms. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Are you into serial killers at all? Like, have you ever... Like right not like anything. real ones, no. I'm mostly just know like fake ones from movies and stuff. Okay. Well, who's your favorite movie serial killer then? Um, I'd probably go with um, probably John Doe from Seven. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Creative. Definitely took his time, plotted everything out perfectly. But what was in the box? Oh, you know. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. You went with John Doe, huh? I think so. I was going to say Hannibal Lecter. I mean, just off the top of my head here. I mean, for movie serial killers, Hannibal Lecter's got to be up there. Just like... That's true, yeah. He was just such a good villain. And Anthony Hopkins just... I wasn't even really thinking. For some reason, I'm not even thinking of him as a serial killer, but he definitely is. Yeah, the whole point of why he's in that thing. Or Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill had great taste in music. Goodbye Horses is a great tune. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Dogs. Little Precious was so cute. Yeah, it's precious. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking yell. Don't that, you hurt my dog? The yell that he has. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and that fucking guy's voice sounds like that. Like, can you imagine? I, I forget his fucking name off the top of my head. Yeah, it's like Ted something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Levine, right? Ted, Ted Levine. Levine. That sounds right. But like, that's his normal talking voice. Can you imagine being Ted Ted Levine? Or even better, imagine being a fucking, uh, imagine working a drive-thru, like a Taco Bell, or a McDonald's or something, and Ted Levine rolls through, you're like, yeah, hi, how can I help you? Like, yeah, hi, I'd like, uh, number two, with a diet Coke. Yeah, I don't want to be a big fat lady. <laughs> oh, wait, was she a big fat person? <laughs> oh, shit, he was in the new Jurassic World. Oh, really? Apparently. I knew that he was in Monk, and he's part of the reason I was never able to finish that uh, series. Oh, really? Because he's like the police captain in Monk, and I oh, just weird. I can't take him seriously as just like we've got to bring this man to justice. And I'm like, I you are fucking cutting people up in your in your basement. I just can't watch this. <laughs> I forgot he was in Stutter Island, also Shutter Island. Sorry, Stutter Island. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Yeah, Stutter Island. <laughs> Probably was. Yeah, I stutter a lot. Do you really? Yeah, a little bit. Huh. God, he even looks creepy. He really does. He's getting creepier the older he's got. Look yeah. at oh my god, look at him with a mustache right there. Oh, you seeing that? I think that was him and Monk, if I remember oh, correctly. Really? Yeah, I think he had a mustache <laughs> and Monk. Probably another reason I couldn't take that show seriously. Oh man, his hairline has not been kind to him. Oh my god, that is right. Far left, right there on the aisle, on the aisle you're on. You, you know what that movie's from? Uh, no. That is Wild Wild West. Starring really? one Will Smith. Holy cow. He was one of the bad guys in Wild Wild West. I totally forgot about yeah. that. General oh. Bloodbath McGrath. Yeah. Bloodbath McGrath. The Butcher of New Liberty. <laughs> yeah, I know fucking Wild Wild West. Yeah. Oh my shit. Yeah. I don't, could you imagine being related to him? Ugh, no. Getting phone calls on your birthday? Hey, Andrew. I just wanted to call and say happy birthday. Ah, oh, what a great movie that is, Silence of the Lambs. That makes me so happy. Did you ever watch the uh, Hannibal TV show? Uh, Yeah, I never did finish it. I didn't watch the last season. I don't think I've ever finished it either, but I watched a decent amount of it. I enjoyed it, actually. Oh, yeah. I was a it's big fan. 
pretty shocking that that was on network TV. Like, yeah, go, there is some shit on there where you're kind of like, go pretty how far with some of those kills. Yeah, yeah, you're like, how the fuck are they getting away with this shit? Mm-hmm. I don't watch it on TV. I watched it on, uh, it was on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I, I, I think it still is, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I might have to finish that out then. Yeah, because I'll throw it on every now and then. Like, I'll just throw, like, a random episode that I've seen before. Just because, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of a fun show to watch. Yeah, so. the one that really stands out for me is the one where the, the angels... Oh like yeah, slice the their backs yeah, into like, like cutting, stretched like, it out into angel wings and turn into like wings and shit. Mm-hmm. That was fucking dope. Oh yeah, that was like almost an X file episode. Yeah, man. No. that was insane. And then the the dude from the the orchestra where he took his throat out and played his <laughs> esophagus yeah. like a violin or oh, something. Oh my god, that's yeah, or a cello. Yeah, he turned him like a cello or something. Yeah. yeah, there was some really good kills on that show. Yeah, that was a fantastic kill show. It was good shit. It was <sighs> gone too soon. I agree. Why, why did they cancel it? Was it, like, not getting good reviews or something? Or? Yeah, and it was really, like, the network wasn't even giving it a chance at the end there because they wouldn't debut until, like, June, end of June into July, and that's when they started their season. It was, like, a summer show, that's and then weird. they pushed it to Friday, so it's on Friday nights in the middle of the summer. Yeah, you're not going to get fucking ratings. You that's know? fucked up. It's yeah. too bad Netflix didn't pick that up and give yeah. it a couple extra seasons. I think it would have fit really well. Yeah. On like a Netflix or a Hulu mm. or Amazon, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen, he was a great animal. Oh my god, man, he was fantastic. And then the fucking the little cutie they got to play uh, Will. What was his name? <laughs> I'm not I sure. I forget his name, but he was adorable. And he was a really good fucking actor, too. He acted uh, anxious better than almost any other actor I've ever seen. Like, mm. he, he does like anxiety attacks really fucking well. Yeah. And I respected that. You got Lawrence Fishburne in there too. He was good. Oh, that's right. Morpheus was mm-hmm. the uh, director of the FBI. Jack Jack Crawford. Yeah. Was Ted Levine in that show at all? Or mm, not that I remember. How fucking great would that have been to make him like a like a cop somewhere? Yeah. And then, like he's just taking notes from on somebody. Like, yeah, we're looking for this girl. I'm like, uh, is she a big fat person? <laughs> <laughs> Your girl uh, Scully shows up towards the end though. Yeah, Gillian Anderson's in there towards the end, right? She's from a whatever. therapist. Yeah. Nice. Should be my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to go. Ah, oh, good, because I have to pee so fucking bad. Yeah. I'm like squirming over here, but right, well, you go ahead and wrap it up then. Alright. Well, as always, guys, we appreciate you uh listening. We love you all. We hope you had fun on our journey here of nonsense. As always, if you like this show and you uh want to get in contact with us or send us some likes or anything like that, um, like us on whatever platform you're listening to us also follow the show on twitter um at the a to z show that's a number two z show and then i'm on twitter at melch knows best m-e-l-c-h and uh we got varbel at big guy acv yeah on twitter i don't have an instagram or anything i don't know if you do or not yeah yeah i just have twitter i have a facebook but i never use it so Yeah. yeah twitter's the best place to get a hold of us if you guys have any ideas for uh topics you want to hear or, or myspace yeah or anything fun yeah yeah you can check out our, our uh, myspace um i have my whole playlist set up there's a lot of avenge sevenfold and uh breaking benjamin on there it's nice. <laughs> anyway though guys we uh love you thanks for listening again as always and uh yeah fucking keep it tight out there well, we, will, we will see you next week yeah we will all right love you guys love Bye. you <laughs>